Father, have your way. 
Amen. It's good to see you all. Amen. Amen. It's been a while for us to be like this. The way we are, we have the youngest, we have the in-between, and then we have the oldest, we have mom there. I always tell her every time that I see her, it's it's a blessing to me. Um, Mama Skyline, I think she's the oldest amongst us. It is such such a blessing and an honor um, to be all of us here. Pastor Alice, we love you. We celebrate and we are honored to have you in our medicine, the body of Christ. Um, this day was not planned by men. I can attest to that. I know Jambi is not here. She could have been the one to say this, but let me say it was not planned out of the words of men, let me say that. Um, and it was not planned yesterday. The Lord placed this idea in our hearts all the way back in the end of June. Of June. And when me and Tabi we were talking about it and we said, you know what, we just gonna pray about it first. So we can know whether we are walking out of flesh out of the spirit, we had first pray to confirm it. And how we did, we prayed and we kept quiet. And we didn't even talk about it. It was kind of forgotten. It was forgotten. And then the Lord now placed the same thing in three more people. And then those three other people, they went and found Jabi at their own times, at different times. And then that when the third one asked her, now that's that that was back like somewhere in September. Now that's a time she was like, okay, this is a God thing. So we needed to do this and we celebrate and we honor you. Um, I know we celebrate the pastors and you we love you so much. You do that every year, you celebrate us. But it had to be her. It had to be her. And I thank the Lord for um, Pastor May because when she said there are blessings that you need to release, there are blessings that are hidden in you that you need to release to us. Um, they, we all have biological, I've not got to my teaching, but we all have biological parents, amen? amen. We love them and we honor them, right? They are like right now, we, we in America, I can just think of, I'll just send my mom maybe $20, I'll send her $50, I'll send her $50. And she'll be happy, amen? She'll get that $5,000, $10,000, and she will be happy about it. But there is that moment. Like say for instance, if you plan Iruga, and you call people and you just say, I'm just sending you home to just go to my parents and say, thank you. Thank you for I being your daughter or I being your son. Amen? That time is not going to be any other time that you've been sending $5, trust me, or even a hundred, even 10000 trust me. It will be different. Because there is that joy and glad and happiness that comes when you're just doing something beyond yourself just to honor them amen and i'm telling you the blessing they released at that time it can be that that one the blessing that you are waiting for 
that will carry you the rest of your life. Amen? Amen. So what we are doing today, we are looking for that, the blessing. Because we, 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 we meet with her and she was saying, God bless you, God bless you, and she means it, you know? But also they have a hidden blessing, the Lord knows where it is. We will find it today, hallelujah. Amen? Amen. We'll find it, the Lord knows where it's going to come from, amen? Are we expectant today? Right? Let our hearts be expectant, amen? Amen. amen. Alright. Now, um, I'll ask the media, they'll go ahead and put um, the reading for me, that is the book of Acts. Uh, 10, 1 to 6. 10, 1 to 6. Amen. And before I get to my reading, let me just say the Lord is doing beautiful and wonderful things in this season. Amen. 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 Be expectant. I know we are coming to the close of the. Let me give you. Let me, let me tell you something. I used to do this. When it comes to about these types of thanksgiving, you know the mood changes. You know there's a way the mood changes. There is an, another kind of feeling that comes whereby you just relax. You know, I think they call it the Merry Christmas swing. I think that's what they call it. Like, it's like there is, you just want to relax. There is a feeling that changes when Christmas comes. I think they call it the good times. I don't know what they call it. But there's a feeling, I don't know whether you're understanding what I'm talking about. Christmas, like, it's not like the other time, right? And I used to think it's all good. I used to think it's all good, right? I used to think so, but Christmas is supposed to be the best time of the year. I used to think so. Until the Lord opened my eyes and because I used to relax. Like even even I don't need to work so hard. Like I used to just relax. Even even prayers, I'll relax. And then I'll say, come January, then I'll start with all the full force, you know. This is my time first to relax. The what I've been doing through the year, the money that I have, go me, get me some gifts and all that, and then relax, watch my movies. I used to love Christmas movies. Goodness, my husband can tell you. I used to watch like five in a day. I used to sit down and watch those Christmas movies. But the devil comes in that particular moment. And then he'll steal all the blessings. You know, I one day to the Lord is like a thousand days, right? So the, the blessings that are supposed to be in 2012, between now and the end of Christmas, uh, December, you kind of let them go. You're not praying for them. You're relaxed. You're waiting for January. You forget that January has its own blessing. Amen? Amen. Don't lose your blessing. Keep praying. Pray the more right now. And this time, amen? amen? Amen. Hallelujah. There was a certain man in Sicily called Cornelius, a centurion of what was called the Italian Regiment. A devout man and one who feared God with all his household, who gave alms generally to the people and prayed to God always. About the ninth hour of the day, he saw clearly in a vision an angel of God coming in and saying to him, Cornelius. And when he observed him, he was afraid and said, What is it, Lord? So he said to him, Your prayers and your arms have come up for a memorial before God. Now send men to Joppa and send for Simon, whose surname is Peter. He is lodging with Simon Atana, whose house is by the sea. He will tell you what you must do. 
Amen? Amen. Tell your neighbor that we'll be talking about the ministry of men. Amen? When we'll be talking about the ministry of, of men. And it's a topic that I was fighting with God for a little bit. Uh, when the Lord asked me to talk about the ministry of men, I was like, Lord, are you sure? Tell me to go talk about salvation. I can hammer it down, you know? We all need salvation. We all need to go to heaven, amen? So it's easy to talk about that. And then by the Lord, like, this is what you're going to talk about. But what I want us first to look about, so we are going to go, like we're going to first start at the ground, and then we're going to build ourselves up, amen? amen? So I pray that the Spirit of the Lord will keep you alert, amen? amen. That you don't get lost. Don't let the enemy steal what is coming, amen? Amen. amen. So we know there is God. God is in heaven. And then we have there is Cornelius down in earth. And Cornelius is a very devout good man. Like literally, we can say he was one of the perfect men. Like he was really devoted, giving to the poor. And also he was very devoted in prayer. And also he had kind of pulled all his family to worshiping God. Amen. And his service unto the Lord and to men, and to the men also, he reached unto God. And now you can see, there is God in heaven, God all superior, almighty, omnipresent, omnipotent, amen. He's in heaven, and he want to bless these men, amen. He want to bless them, these men. And so what does God do? He sends an angel to Cornelius, amen. He sends an angel to Cornelius during the time of prayer. He sends an angel to Cornelius. And then now he tells the angel the directions and the instructions that he's going to tell Cornelius for him to be able to receive his blessing. Amen? Couldn't the Lord have blessed Cornelius himself? Couldn't the Lord have just sent the blessing with the angel to Cornelius? It is possible. He is God. Amen? He could have just sent it to him. God himself could have done it. God could have, instead of giving instructions to the angel, he could have told him, just go bless him. And then he could have ended it there. Amen? But now they needed a man. They needed a who? Man. They needed a man. There is God, there is an angel, there is a man. They needed a man now to fulfill the, and to bring forth the blessing that the Lord wanted to, to um give to uh, Cornelius. Amen? So tell, tell your neighbor, man is important. Man, man is, important. is important. I know we talk about God and we talk about God's sovereignty and we talk about God and God able to do anything and everything. But also God is limited. There is a place where he is limited and he has made it that himself. Amen? There are places that God will have to use a man, and that is why you and I are in this world. Amen? Amen. That is one, it's not the main reason, but it's one of the reasons that you and I are in this world. Amen? Amen. When we go back to the book of Genesis, when God created man, he gave him the dominion over what? The earth. The earth. And then the creation. Okay? God literally just gave man the earth. Amen? So say you're not an alien in this world, in this earth. You're not an alien. Amen? Like you are legal resident of the earth. Literally. This is your place of dominion. Amen? Yes. So he gave man 
the earth. The word of the Lord, I believe, is in the book of Psalms. It says that the heaven and the heavens belong to God, but the earth belongs to men. So the assignments that are in this earth is for you and I to fulfill them. Amen? Amen. If you and I do our part, God does not need to send an angel to come and do what you and I are supposed to do. Amen? Amen. At that time when the Lord sent the angel to Cornelius, he knew there was a man that he would send to Cornelius to fulfill the blessing. Amen? Amen. But then again, there is a place whereby the God could not, did not find a man. There are places where God cannot, does not find a man. And it's a sad thing. It doesn't mean there are not men in the world. It doesn't mean that there are not people in the world. But God, there is a man that you look with, aligned with him so he can be able to use him. And I believe there was in the Kikuyu service another time that I, the Lord had given me the word about building our walls. Where the Lord, I believe, was the book of Ezekiel 22, where he had gone looking for a man who can rebuild the walls, but he could not find. But in, then God, in these times of Cornelius, God was able to find a man. There is a time in the word of the Lord in the book between the man, the book of Malachi and the book of uh, Matthew. It is said to be about 400 years when God was silent. It is not that God did not want to talk. It is because there was not a man that he could use. Amen? So he was just quiet. But this time, there was a man that the Lord could use. Now, ask yourself. A man, if God right now is looking for a man he can use, can he find one in you? Ask yourself that. Can he find one? Amen? Amen. Amen. So, God needs man on earth to fulfill his purposes in in earth. Amen? Amen? So you are very much important. You are very much important. important. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. So God needs man on earth. One God, man, we are to minister unto the Lord. And I'm not going to talk about the, the, our place of ministering unto the Lord. So now I'm going to talk about ministering to one another. Ministering to men. And this is now our sermon for today. We're going to look at about ministering to men. Amen? Amen. Um, one of the ways that we minister to God through men is we honor one another. Amen? We honor, we honor one another. Why do we have to honor one another? And I know today we are appreciating Pastor Alice. But also, why do we need to honor one another? One thing is because we are all God's creation. Amen? Amen. If we love God and we truly love God, we also have to love one another. Because you and I are created in God's image. If we love God and then we have each other, are we truly, truly loving God? Are we really doing that? Hmm? We have first to understand that me to love you is not because you are good to me. It is not because it's a command. Like, I have to love you whether regardless of whether you, you love me back. Amen? So the first thing we honor God is by honoring each other and by loving each other. Amen? So that's our first ministry of men to men. Honor one another. Amen? And by honoring one another, we also become our brother and our sister's keepers. Amen? Amen. 
if if somebody is talking bad about me and you're sitting there and you're just listening to it then you also becoming part of it but association you're quiet you're not saying anything but if you are to be judged you'll be judged not because of your words because of being of the association you are sitting there and you're not saying anything amen we be our brother and our sisters keeper if somebody thinks something wrong about somebody walk away you don't even to say anything you just walk out and go amen say something good say something good. or even encourage say something that will be encouraging amen yes or even dilute the topic and just say something good the other person who was talking bad they're not gonna like it but at least the situation will be diluted amen we minister to each other by honoring one another as God's creation. Amen? Amen. Now, another way that we minister to each other is by um, discerning. Discerning what the Lord has put in each and every one of us. We are not empty. Amen? Say we are not empty. At times, I know we take our time so much, like our life is literally about maybe waking up, going to work, school, church, and all this. But there is that dimension of God that is in you. I don't know what I can fully, I don't know what the best word that I can use. There is a certain dimension of God that is inside you. Maybe you don't even know about it yet. Amen? Maybe you don't even know yet. I believe there was one time that Mr. Wanjoyu was preaching and saying the best thing that happened of salvation is God introducing himself to himself. Amen? The way you know yourself today, it may actually be 10% of you that you know. Amen? And it, it is a pretty much good idea you can actually ask the Lord to reveal you to you. What is that one thing that he put inside of you? You know? That one thing. And I remember there is one time that I said that age does not matter. It doesn't matter whether you're 80 or you're 90. If age mattered, then Abraham and, and Sarah could not have brought bad Isaac. Amen? Age does not matter. What matters is the Lord reveals you, you yourself to you. That one thing, the one thing that will make, you know, like when God will call us one day, I believe when, when we'll be standing, we'll be standing in the, uh, at the judgment seat, I believe he's not going to ask us, how much did you work? I believe he's not going to ask us that. How many degrees did you get? I believe he's not that. The one thing that he put in us, I believe that is what he's going to ask us about. Now imagine if you, if you live your life for life and you never realize that one thing that you're going to be asked about, what you're going to say. The one thing that he ask you about and yet that one thing that you do not know about, what are you going to say? Amen? So it is important for you first to discern what the Lord has put in you. Amen? And then once you realize it and then you have to also understand this. That what the Lord has put for you is in you is not for you. Amen? Amen. There is this, uh, I believe it's a speaker uh, who said and I, it a long time ago. And I took that word. And it really made me study to my heart. And he said that um, the tree, 
the tree will never eat its fruits. Amen? The tree will never eat its have you ever seen one? Eh? The tree, never. What do we do? We go and we just pluck it in. So the tree is the one that is getting all that, but as we are eating the fruits, amen? So whatever is being put inside you is for me. Hallelujah. It's for the body of Christ, amen? It's for the non-believers so they can be able to come to Christ, amen? So when you realize it, also there is a responsibility in you now to follow through and to see that you are able now to fulfill what the Lord has put in you. Amen? So one thing you have first to realize what is inside of, of you. Amen? Now the other thing is, once you understand that you yourself, you're not empty. Now you also have to realize the one sitting next to you is also not empty. And also you have to realize the one sitting next to you, they are carrying something that you need. need. Amen? Yes. You, you have to realize that. And now, now it's for you to ask the Lord because if I sit here and I look at Mama Juguna there, I will not meet my own naked eyes. I will just hear at Mama Juguna. Amen? And then I will see Oba. And then I will see Gideon. Amen? Before I actually now see what is she's carrying for me, it takes the Holy Spirit to open your eyes and give you the revelation for you to understand what the other person is carrying. Amen? Amen. So you have to ask the Holy Spirit to ask. You may be praying for things for years and years and years. And guess what? Maybe the person who's sitting right next to you is the one who's getting your answer. Imagine that. Imagine if you be praying for something for 10 years. And then, one day, now the Lord opens your eyes. And then you see her here. I've been sitting next to Mama Chukuna for all these 10 years. And she's the one who has my answer. You know how, how fast you kind of feel? Really? All these years? All these prayers? All these cashews? Really? Why didn't I see it before? Amen? It is the high time for us to understand that the, the, our answers are hidden in men. Amen? God is in heaven. God is in heaven. The word of the Lord says he's sitting on his throne. throne. He's sitting on his throne. Now, if he wants to bless you and I, he'll send blessings. He'll send blessings unto the men. Amen? Now it's for us to find, to find those blessings. But now how do we know? We have to ask him to open our eyes. Amen? Amen. Amen. So, um, the other thing that I want us to know is this. Men, um, I'm asking the Holy Spirit to give him the, the best way to be able to put this. He gave me this illustration about a company. About a a company. So, what do we need to get into a company? Okay, let's forget about the qualifications and the, 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 the criteria for you to be employed. Let us now, let us take it an example that we are all working for Google. Okay? Not that I so much like Google, but it's a good company. But let's all assume that we are employees of Google. Amen? We have all qualified and we are all 
employed. Amen? Amen. Now, when now you're in that company, now it's for you now to, to now you have to search inside that company. Do you want to remain in the position that you are or do you want to keep moving and growing? Amen? Do you think the company will come and lay down every single thing that if you want to move from this level to this, you've got to do this and this and this? They don't do that. I don't think they, it's a lot of companies, unless you're pretty good friends with those people at the top who really tell you that. Amen? Because also they don't want to pay more. Amen? They would rather keep you where you are. But then now when you're in there, you have to figure your way out for you to be able to go up the ladder if you want to go up the ladder. Amen? Amen? Now, is it everybody at the end of the year who gets a promotion? No. Is it everybody? No. A few people get the promotion. Amen? You may even get two people who will get a promotion, yet you are all employed in the same place, yet you all have the same, um, what do you call them? Everything is the same, amen? Like there's nobody who's advantaged than the other. Like you have the same policies, you have the same uh, instructions, yet somebody gets promoted and somebody gets left right there, where they are, amen? It is the same thing in the kingdom of God. We all get and this I'm talking about the believers, right? We all get to the kingdom through salvation. Amen? Through Jesus Christ. But then again, we all don't remain the same. Amen? Like literally, Jesus has given us the same. Like all of us can become great men and women of God. And I'm not just talking about the powerful ministries. No. They are great men and women who are just at the village. Like literally there is a mom you can go out, old shosho. You can go to and they will pray. And your doors will be open. And they have never been heard of. Amen. So I am not talking about just the five old ministry like the apostles, the prophets and all that. Amen. Then how much you choose to align yourself with God is how much you come to understand God and how much of God is revealed to you and then how much of God is in you. Amen? There's this illustration of uh, somebody else who said God is here like in this hand here. God does not move. He's there. He's intact, right? His standards never changes. Amen? Then us, we are here. Amen? And then we get born again. We are here when we get born again. Amen? We don't expect God to move. He already moved because he already like come down for us to get the salvation. That, you know, you don't have to work for it. Amen? But then now for you to get to where he is, is for us to start moving little by little, little, until we get to where he is. Amen? And then he said that every step that you make towards God, God reveals something of himself to you. Amen? So we are all born again Christians, but then again, we don't have the same graces. Amen? We don't have the same graces. And the graces is because we, it, it comes 
uh, with how much alignment you are with God and how much you desire things of God that are in God. Amen? How much do you desire to become the, the person that God has created you to be? Because when we get born again, it's Jesus in us. He has everything in Him. Amen? He has everything in, in Him. Now for it to manifest out, we now have to align ourselves and seek more, to know more from Him. Amen? And then, so you have to work on it. It is work. Amen? So there are men who have paid prices. Hallelujah. There are men who have paid prices in the spirit for them to be able to come closer and closer and closer to God. Amen? Hallelujah. So, we understand. We are all born again. Amen? But we all don't have the same graces. Amen? If the Lord was to open our eyes right now, maybe I'm here preaching to you and maybe you think I'm up there when it comes to the graces. Maybe you may think that. Maybe you think she's preaching, she's up there. And maybe if the Lord opened your eyes, maybe I'm still in the second step. You know? And then maybe you may think, um, uh, maybe Rosary, who maybe, um, I don't think I've ever seen her at the pulpit preach. And then the Lord opened your eyes and you see she's step eight. Amen? Because what she's doing in the secret place, it is, she's moving. Hallelujah. Amen? Are we understanding that? Because it's pretty much very important. Amen? Because there is a lot of people who need your obedience when it comes to aligning yourself with God. Amen? Um, when there's this story of Samuel, the Lord was reminding me, Samuel is a man whose the word of the Lord says that none of his word could fall down. None of his word could fall and could fall down. If that man came and said, from today, let your word, let your life change. Your life will change instantly. You didn't even pray. You didn't even go to pray to God. Like he was that much aligned with God. Amen? Like now the Lord it's kind let me say, it's like God, he's sitting there, but now he releases that. So when that man speaks, it's like they're speaking directly. Is God speaking to you? Are we understanding? Amen? Amen. Amen. And so when we are honoring somebody, we are all not honoring that person as the person that we know. We are honoring the grace that is inside that person. Amen? We are honoring the power behind that person. Amen? Amen. The grace and the power that they carry. Hallelujah. Today when we are honoring Pastor Alice, we are not honoring her as Pastor Alice. Amen? Amen? If you do that, you will miss it. You will miss it. You have to, you have to see God and say, God, reveal to me to see what you have put in her. So I can be able to partake it of her. Amen? Amen. Like literally, you, you don't have to, there are things she's carrying that you don't have to spend hours and hours praying about. Amen? You don't have to. You don't have to spend hours and hours praying about it. 
So when we honor somebody, the benefits of honoring men is not for them. It is for us. Amen? For one, it makes things a bit easier for us. Amen? You don't, and I don't know how many people, I don't know how many people would agree with me. Prayer is not a joke. Prayer is not a, I don't know how many people would agree with me. Like prayer is one of the hardest things that you ever do in life. It be, it's, it's not it's because there is so much, and it is not because we can't pray. It's because of the warfare behind the prayer because the devil knows when you pray what you're going to unlock. Amen? Now imagine a person now who has been able to pay that price and has paid more and has opened like five doors. You're still at the door one. Somebody has been able to have the persistence and have opened three doors. Why should you struggle with all these three doors? What else you can actually get that? Redeeming the time. You know the Lord will redeem time in, a, in wonderful ways, right? And you can get there. Amen? But only if you're able to discern. You're able to discern. And let me tell when the preachers come to preach, like say for instance, sometimes a pastor will, um, will invite a preacher and the preacher will come and preach. Before we sit down and wait for the word for say to say, hmm, you, the first thing we should pray about is what? Design. Lord, open my eyes that I may see what this person is carrying. Amen? Amen. If this person is carrying faith, then when he's speaking about faith, you should be the first one to receive. Amen? Maybe there's something that you're struggling in. You receive that faith and then you are accelerated and you're pushed to be able to get what you're looking for. Or even pushing to be able to buy what you want. Amen? Amen? So we are supposed to make sure we design because it's not for them. It is for ourselves. Amen? Jesus, when he was down here on earth, how many people missed him? How many people missed? How many people are healed and how many people are not healed? Are there, are there many people who are healed or are there many people who are not healed? There are more people who are not healed. Amen? In his own town, he said what? It's only a prophet who is dishonored in his own hometown. Why? Because they knew him as the carpenter's, carpenter's son. Amen? Like they saw him grow from a little boy. Amen? They knew he's the one that the mother was sending to go do stuff. Amen? So when actually when his time of manifestation came, they could still not go beyond. Beyond what he was back then. They were still blinded. They were not able to see what he's overcome of him. Amen? And that happens a lot. If you knew me before I was born again, the character that was in me before I got born again. You forget the instance that I am born again. I become a new creation. Amen? Amen. Then you still stay and you still see Florence as the person who was before I was born again. Amen? And then what the Lord has put in me, you miss it. Amen? They missed it big time. So many of them. Jesus left and went to other towns. And other times were so much blessed. And that happens a lot. I know a pastor will tell you, he, he travels a lot. He travels a lot. You, he, he, he can, if he really was to talk, I know he don't talk a lot about his experiences, right? But if he was to really tell us, he can tell us there are places he will go. 
and the power of God like would truly move. Why? Because of the hearts. Because of the hearts. They're expecting. Amen? They're honoring the grace. They're honoring the power that he has carried. Amen? So even by the time he's ending maybe to preach, they already received their blessings. Amen? Amen. And I'm telling you, it's easy because we can get used to a person. We can get used to a person and miss it. When the transformation comes, we can miss it. Amen? Can we say we are not going to miss it? We are going to ask the Lord to open our eyes so we don't miss. Even in our midst, we are in the season where God is transforming us. And I'm not, I'm not just talking about Apostle and Pastor Alice or the ministers. Even in our own very midst, what the Lord is doing supernaturally is a lot. Amen? So do not, don't stay there. It's okay we were there. Pastor Alice will tell you maybe I'm, I was the most hard-head child she've ever had. Amen? She'll tell you that. And it is true. But I had to get my eyes opened. Amen? So you don't stay there. Amen. You arise and you stand and you move on. Okay? Do not miss. One time she told me, don't miss what is coming on. Don't miss what is coming ahead of you. I'm telling you. So it took time for me to pray. And now I had to ask the Lord, God open my eyes. What is it that I'm missing? What is it that I'm missing? And then he had to go opening my eyes, my eyes, my eyes. And at times I'll sit back and I'll, I'll observe. And you say, observe that. Observe that. Observe that. And then I believe there was time one time I told men, I did not give out my secret. And then the Lord said, anytime now you see them, do this. Do this. And every time you do this, there is a piece of them you're taking away from them. I've taken a little bit. I've taken a little bit. I'm yet taking more. And I said, and the Lord said, anytime you do this, you will take a little piece of them from them. Amen? And let me tell you, there is, I'll give this as a testimony. It's not a brag, but I'll say this. There is one time I was testing the Lord. It's good to test the Lord. He says, well, test me, amen? It's good to test the Lord. He is a good father, amen? You know, even our children come and they test, they test to see where we are sometimes, you know? They're asking for something, but they're testing to see the moods, whether they are going to get it or not, you know? And so I was testing the Lord, and I said, today, Lord, I will do this. And I want to see, does this thing really work? Or am I just doing because you know things of the spirit you don't expect to see them, amen? You don't expect to see them. So I did it. And I did it to a post. I know maybe they are wondering what it is. I ain't not telling, but and I tell the Lord to hide it because I know you can see it. But I say, Lord, hide it in the spirit. So you know the Lord can hide stuff, yeah? So I did it. And I didn't see, I didn't feel nothing. I didn't see nothing. And I kind of go when hope disappointed. I went home disappointed. But I, I, then I woke up to pray. And I went, when I went back home, Pastor Alice was brought to me when she was praying. The Lord let me get into inside of Pastor Alice's prayer life one day. I've never told her. I was taken to where she was praying. Amen? And I could see and I could hear every single word that she is praying. 
and everything that she was doing in that time of prayer. Amen? And then I could see the things that are happening when she is praying. And I believe, and maybe in one way or another, Mary has been, as long as she was not taken maybe the way I was shown, but she understands it. That when the Lord is showing her something to pray for you, when she calls you and asks you this and this, or sends you a text, don't ignore it. Don't ignore it. And so I was able to see, not all much, you know, in the spirit, like you just, three seconds, Three seconds and then it's gone. Amen? Three seconds and then it's gone. And that, I was like, oh, okay. All right, Lord, I'm going to do this more. So I was thinking I could be now doing double, double of what I'm supposed to do. But then again, you have to, I have to follow the instruction. You know, greed can also come in a different way. Amen? So I had to remain there. So it is very, very important. Discern the graces that we are carrying. It is easy to honor men of God in the internet. Like, there are a couple of people the Lord has allowed me to follow on the internet. And at some point, I would honor them more than I would honor the preachings of Apostle, Pastor Alice, Pastor Isichek, the graces of men in the house. It's good to speak, because when you speak, already the devil is defeated, amen? Amen? So, and then, you know, and then one day the Lord asked me, when was the last time you ever listened to the preaching by your own husband? Amen? Do you see him as a minister or do you see him as a pastor, teacher or a husband? Amen? And the Lord, I was like, oh boy, oh boy. Now you will hear me, I'm there taking note, I'm listening to Apostle, I'm taking note, I'm listening to his preaching, I'm taking note. Every time my phone has, I don't know how many, teachings are in there. And if the Lord prompts me, it doesn't matter whether it's Pastor Solomon, whether it is Pastor Mary, if he leads me to it, I'll, I'll go with an open heart so I can receive just one thing. Amen? Just one Discern, discern the graces that are in men. Amen? Discern the graces that are? Do not lose it. Amen? If I can just give a couple of testimonies, in the, uh, uh, a couple of uh, examples in the Bible, uh, for like, for instance, the men who have failed, who failed to discern the, the honor like we did, we said in the times of Jesus. Also we see, um, like Queen Vashti, Queen Vashti, the king was asking her to do a simple thing, amen? Would it really have changed her value? I don't think so. Would it really have changed her value if she was to go and dance? Like now, she was like, well, I am the queen, he is the king. She forgot that king can change the law that can actually even shift her out the door, amen? And that is what happened. That's what happened by refusing to honor the command of the king. Amen? That's an earthly man. That was an earthly man. That was not God. That was an earthly man. Amen? She refused to, do, to honor him. And then the next moment, she was no longer the queen. And Esther came in. Amen? Amen? Honoring men is not for us. It's not for them. It is for us. Amen? And then for what I carry, it is for you. 
Let us remember that. And also let us desire to be the ones to carry more for others. Amen? I would rather when I come to talk to you and I say, I'm being bothered for, by something and I'm not sure what it is. And then you tell me, let's close the eyes and ask the Lord. And the Lord reveals to you and tell me, Pastor Florence, it is this and this and this. You know, I would love for that. Like we get to a point whereby as the body of Christ, we are ministering to each other. Amen? And I believe Apostle have taught that. When we come here like this, it's not for me to come and talk to you. Amen? Literally, we are supposed to come and minister to each other. Mama Esther should come and prophesy and say, Pastor Flores, this week, the Lord showed me this and this and this. Do this and this and this. Amen? And then we see uh, uh, Mr. Kabai coming up and prophesying. Amen? Giving ones of knowledge and, 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 and uh, wisdom. Amen? Let us desire to grow more in the spirit. But also let us ask the Lord to give us the grace to discern what other people are carrying. Amen? Amen. Hallelujah. The Lord is good all the time. All the time. And at this time, I'm going to ask the Lord. Uh, the Lord had asked me to do this. So I'm going to ask Carol. She'll come. And Pastor Alice will come. Um, love Carol and Pastor Alice. We are gonna, we are gonna do a small a session of prayer, a session prayer, and we are gonna ask the Lord to forgive us for where we have decided to see the graces that He has put in people. Because when we, you know, the other thing happened. The other thing is this: when Paul. When Paul was um, when Paul was persecuting the Christians, amen. When Paul was persecuting the Christians, he thought he's just killing people, amen. He thought he's just killing people. But guess what? What did what did the Lord tell him? When the flash of the light, when Jesus came to him, he said, "I am the Lord that you persecute." He did not tell him that you persecute people. He said, I am the Lord you. So when we are in the Lord, we are the body of Christ. When we not honor people, it's literally Jesus that we are dishonoring. Amen? Amen. Because we are no longer we. Paul said, 